Welcome to the Way Up House podcast. This is the sixth and final episode and companion podcast to the three-part documentary streaming on YouTube. Way Up takes six talented musicians spanning different genres from all over the world, puts them in a house in New York for three days, splits them into pairs, and dares each duo to deliver a song that bears the fruit of their collective talents. My name is Boyce, and on this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to Gemma Griffiths. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> so good. Yeah, so good, good to meet you. A pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So you finished up your experience in the house. How was it overall? What Honestly, it it was one of the best weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. Honestly, incredible just to be put in a space with other creatives and be introduced to them first and foremost through their art mm-hmm. um, and then get to know them as people as well along the way. Um, I think... We're all leaving here with um, five new friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, what did you expect? And how did that I hoped, meet your expectations? Yeah, to be honest, I, I hoped for this. I hoped to leave here with a bit of a musical family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do think that that was exactly what happened. I was really excited to write um, and to create. I think one really nice surprise with the jam sessions that we had every single day, we would pick up instruments and jam and in the evenings after dinner. And I just think that was such an amazing sort of collaborative energy that just remained in the house mm-hmm. daily. Yeah. Well, uh, who were you paired up with? So I was paired up with Sam Fisher. Okay, great. Yeah. Sam was the first interview really? of the day. Yes, yes. We Sam are bookending here. this one. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, what was your uh, songwriting process like before here? So the nice thing I think was with Sam and I, I think we have quite a similar songwriting process. So I was very much comfortable in this space to be able to um, sort of create how how I naturally do. Um I think it varies quite a lot. For a lot of us, you know, um, one song might start with a concept or an idea. Another song might be a chord progression or a melody. And, you know, in in the house, Sam and I played around with a couple of different ideas and ended up um, sort of finishing two songs and then picking one. Um, And the first one, we started with a concept and a lyric. And the second one, we started uh, with a melody and some chords. So... Mm -hmm. We kind of got both both sides of it, you know, in yeah, the process. Yeah. yeah. Is that how, when you're writing on your own? Yeah. Yeah. Basically mm-hmm. the same, which was lovely. But I think the nice thing that Sam sort of added to my creative process was um, he would sort of challenge some of my ideas and I would do the same with him. Um, and it sort of meant that we, we came up with the best version of what that song could okay. be. Double the input. Okay. So when you are writing on your own, what, what tools are you using? How are you writing? So I I normally write on the piano um, or the guitar. And yeah, I'll sit down and then, and then create a melody from there. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, how long have you been playing instruments? When did you start? I started about when I started walking, to be honest. Oh, really? um, okay. I grew up in a musical household. I grew up in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that country is just, you know, it's it's a complete melting pot of incredible rhythm and and music is such a massive part of of Zimbabwean culture and so for that to be my home and my birthplace and, and the place that I've really formed a lot of my years, you know, it, it just um, it was kind of a given for me since yeah. I was very young. I was playing. Um, 
Yeah. Do you have? Do you remember your first song? My first song, song that, that I you ever wrote. Yeah. Um. You know the funny thing, I. I was writing. I had a little book, um, maybe when I was about eight or nine, and I was writing songs. So definitely don't remember the first one, but <laughs> it was probably not the best. <laughs> first good one. My first good one. Um, I wrote a song. You know, the first thing that really sort of um, was a moment for me in the industry um, in Zim was um, a rendition, actually, of a big dancehall artist called Winky D's song, mm-hmm. Musaro Abigiman. And I took his um, chorus and wrote these new verses and, and the woman's perspective of that story. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, was something really special for me because it was almost collaborative in a way as well, you know, um, leaning on someone's... Um, someone's idea and creative and then adding your own spin to it yeah yeah Yeah. do you uh what do you learn from doing that i think it pushes you out of your out of your box out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and and maybe out of the headspace that you're in and into a completely different setting um and often like with storyline you can get maybe caught up in something that's happened to you over and over again and so it's really nice to to get out there and and tell a different story Mm -hmm. And uh, for your own stuff, how would you, what do you gravitate towards, like, lyrically, sounds? I write a lot about places. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but I, I do find I write a lot about the place that I'm in in that moment. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether I'm in Zimbabwe or whether I'm somewhere else on the African continent or abroad, um, I tend to draw a lot from what's happening around me, the sounds, mm-hmm. the smell, the space. Okay, yeah. so the last song you wrote, what place was that inspired by? Um, so my EP that I released earlier this year is called A Girl From Harare, but um, every song was written in a different um, country on the African continent. So okay. I had written in Kenya and Tanzania, Uganda, mm-hmm. Mozambique, okay. Namibia, all over. Okay, so do you uh, intentionally, when you're in those places, I want to write a song in this particular place? Is that Not really. I think I was writing the whole time. I, I had been on a, a a gigantic road trip okay. <laughs> for lack of a better word um and yeah i had been driving across africa for about two years and i had my studio in the back of a land rover mm-hmm. and so i was riding all the time and um i it wasn't as intentional about i'm gonna write here it was just i would be writing the whole time and okay. then those were the moments that stuck Okay. Do you expect you'll uh, be coming away with songs since you've been in New York for three days? Is that enough time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's been... it's To see and like experience so much um, and things that are very novel mm-hmm. to me um, really is in my... It's in my brain bank. I'm going to go home with a lot of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So what, uh, when you and Sam paired up, like what was the first thing that happened? What is your game plan? Like, so we were just like, okay, let's get started. Um, and he grabbed a guitar and I had the keyboard and um, I sort of talked him through an idea that I had had a lyrical idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started like basically writing lines, like one sentence, two sentence lines. We ended up on a complete tangent, uh, wrote the hook of a song and then left the idea and moved on to a different yeah. one. Um, so it was very natural and it just sort of flowed until eventually we got stuck on something that we didn't want to leave. Okay. And uh, you said you wrote two songs, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, was that the first song? So that was the first song, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, was a more, yeah, it was more sort of 
songwriter ballad sort of song and then we were all having a jam session later that night and I was playing some chords and then I came up with a melody and we mm-hmm. started singing it and then we were like, okay, this is, this is the song. Yeah. 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 Uh, have you collaborated in the songwriting process prior to being in the house? Yes, I have. I've done some collaborations um, in Zimbabwe and mm-hmm. South Africa and uh, Kenya and um, yeah, I've, I've, I've always loved collaborating. But the really nice thing with, with this process was we were all from completely different parts of the world. And so a lot of your songwriting is influenced um, by what you're listening to and the sort of musical influences that you're filling your ears with constantly. And because we're from all over, we do have a lot of, you know, we, we, we listen to some of the same stuff, but a lot of it is different Mm -hmm. um, and completely different sort of, influences from when we were young so we're all walking in here with 20 to 30 years of of something different to offer what are some of your influences um i grew up listening to a lot of traditional zimbabwean music like oliver mutukudzi and thomas mapfumo Mm -hmm. um and really really love that style but i also um got really into into jazz when i was studying and um listened to a lot of the the jazz greats, mm-hmm. Ella and Eta and Billy and um, Louis Armstrong. And and now, I mean, I'm, I'm really, really influenced by a lot of the Afrobeats that have come out of okay. not only Zimbabwe, um, but but across the continent. Yeah. What is it about the Afrobeats sound you like? Um, and how you can pull it in, yeah. filter it through yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, growing up in Zim, there was so much rhythm in the music that we listened to and so much rhythm in the music we made. You know, I actually came up through um, dance hall through a studio in, in Mbare called Chill Spot. And, and, you know, I worked with them quite a lot. Um, and so the thing with dance hall and Afrobeats really is the rhythm. You know, and then these awesome melodies that don't overdo anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I love that. And then sort of combining that with some nice jazz chords and you've got something that sounds kind of Gemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so what do you bring to the house? Like, what do you think your strengths are that you brought to this? That's a good question. I think, um, yeah, I think I would, at least in the jam sessions and, and areas like that, um, I would sit down at the piano quite a lot and, and give it a good jam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my strengths is is writing melody, um, and hopefully just being a good good addition to the band, the mm-hmm. jam band. Um, yeah, I would say I would say my piano playing and, and my melody writing. Okay, when did you uh, discover you could write melodies? Because everyone can't do that. <laughs> do you reckon? I don't really. I don't know if I discovered it. Uh-huh. I just. I think it's more been a recent thing of like, okay, that like realizing something that you have that's a strength. Um, but I never gave it too much thought until I guess like sitting in a space and being mm-hmm. like, okay, what what are my strengths? Okay. Yeah. How do you come up with those melodies? Because I think everyone today said they are uh, they would just mumble. They really? just mumble, blah, 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 and then they come up with a melody. Yeah, and it that- kind of is. You just sing around. You sing around something until you find what it is. But sometimes, I mean, you just it, you can start hearing it in your head and you just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's sort of trial and error. Okay. Is yeah. the melody attached to a lyric? Sometimes. Sometimes it is also mumbled. Mm-hmm. Like you sort of sing noises or, or syllables yeah. um, and then you find words that fit in there or sometimes I'll sing a phrase over mm-hmm. and over again until I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you distinguish between this is going to be a verse, this is a bridge, this is a chorus? I think, I think you can often tell. Um, you can tell. I think the chorus tends to be the most catchy, or a hook. It's mm-hmm. a hook, you know. Yeah. It hooks you in, and um, it feels singable. Whereas the verse is more of a storytelling aspect, often in in yeah. my in my case, and less maybe slightly lower, slightly more relaxed, mm-hmm. and then you've got your big catchy yeah, sing along yeah, chorus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you? Uh, you came here and you didn't. Did you have expectations uh, of your insecurities? With those rear their head, do you have yeah. any? <laughs> I think I was, you know, as you go in, you sort of hope that you are going to be bringing enough to the table as a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, I, you know, we were lucky enough to, um, to be chosen for something this incredible. You know that the people coming in are going to be very strong creators. Yeah. And so I think, you know, I was just hoping to really be able to um, hold my own in, in the setting. And it was amazing. Once we were in there, I think the blend of the six of us was, mm-hmm. it just worked perfectly. And we all brought something unique to the group yeah had you done jam sessions before i've jammed definitely i've jammed mm-hmm. with my band back home and and with friends and musicians but um these were definitely some of the best jam sessions i've yeah, ever had yeah. ever and how was it uh jamming with people you even didn't know previously i think it was the coolest way to meet people because before we knew anyone's middle name or mm-hmm. how many siblings they had or any of the little info that you end up finding out about people as you become friends before we knew any of that we knew each other as a musician okay you know and music is so communicative you really do speak to each other through everything you're doing when you're when you're playing and mm-hmm. so to be able to speak with each other with no outside influence with nothing but the music i think made us bond a lot quicker and a lot stronger than you might have if you had just met on the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how uh, far in advance did you know who you would be working with? I found out about a week before. Okay. Yeah. And did not, you do like tons of research? Well, <laughs> I had actually heard one of Sam's songs, mm-hmm. um, The City, before. And um, so I was super excited. I then, you know, I went and listened to some of his work on Spotify and um, had. I had a chance to sort of listen to his songwriting and I was really, really happy because I just think we have some similarities in the way that we write mm-hmm. and I could hear that and I was really excited about his his lyric and his melody and just thinking, you know, it would be really awesome to see what, what we do together. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about how what you do is going to fit in with what he's doing? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to see, I wanted to imagine what, what we might create and as soon as I listened to his music, I knew it was going to be a breeze because mm-hmm. it's stuff that I would have wanted to create and and might have written something similar, you know. And how did you decide which song out of the two? So we actually laid demos for both. So we recorded both, um, but we picked one to perform tonight. Um, I think it's just, it's one that I hope that we'll do something with not too far into the future. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is there, what's the favorite part of this 
procedure, this process has been for you? I think the the fact that I got to connect not only with you know not only with the the six of us but the team who helped pull it all together yeah. i think i think we're all going to walk away with a family of creatives who really have got each other's back mm-hmm. and um to be able to connect with people through art and through the thing that i love more than anything um was my favorite part to wake up and and see someone and find out how they're feeling and also to wake up and know that you only have one thing to do today mm-hmm. and it's to to be creative yeah that's amazing you know we don't always get to do that in the industry there's mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff that goes into it and so to be able to just connect and just be like hey we're gonna create yeah i think that was my favorite part okay how was uh, the creation process for you during the pandemic yeah, that was interesting. I um I actually found that I I did I got a lot done during mm-hmm. during lockdowns and um spent a lot of time sort of honing in and finishing stuff. I finished my project, my EP A Girl from Harare. You know, everything had been sort of written and slightly recorded and mm-hmm. then it was just pulling it all together. Um but I think one thing I really did miss was performing. You know, which yeah. now is in full swing, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful. But yeah, that was that was the only thing that was sort of missing was that connection of yourself and an audience. Okay, how did you uh, stay in touch? Were you in touch with other musicians like during that period? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, I would sometimes get in touch with um, my my guitarist who is back home in Zim, and he would, you know, we would sort of work remotely. Mm-hmm. He would send me. Um, licks and loops and things like that and and then the same with the producers that I was working with on the project yeah. um, there was a producer in Harare, a producer in Bulawayo and a producer in London so the three of them I was constantly back and forth mm-hmm. so we could finish Okay, is that another way you process that you work is that you have, someone gives you like a piece of music and then you add your part to it and create from that? I've done that for mm-hmm. sure, I've yeah. done that, my favourite way to do it is to start with start with the chords and build everything up from there mm-hmm. or start with the song if i can go and write a song and bring it in and then we build it that's my favorite oh, okay and uh what do you think like from everything you've done how that was a foundation for these past three days i think yeah i think i've done a lot of preparation without realizing it yeah, yeah. you know i think i i came in and i thought okay cool i can you know i'm a strong enough keys player Mm -hmm. that i can really bring something here and i have worked on camera and i've done interviews and Mm -hmm. you know i've prepped for a long time and i'm a strong enough songwriter that i felt confident to come in and write Mm -hmm. and um and not worried that all my like that none of my ideas would be good enough yeah yeah are you the type of person you have to sort of like uh really like scream to be heard in a room of other artists? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think um at least in this in this process I felt I felt the balance was really lovely. I think everyone got to express themselves sort of with no boundary and mm-hmm. no and no worries and no effort. Okay. Mm. Was there an adjustment in having cameras around and creating? Not for me, to be honest. I think I it didn't at all hinder or sort of delay the creative experience mm-hmm. at all. I think um, you kind of just forgot they were there. What do you think you'll take away from this experience? 
besides five really good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think... I think I'll take away the fact that songwriting makes me excessively happy mm. and so at peace and that I need to do these weeks. I need to do these moments where I take myself away and and allow myself to just be creative, to wake mm-hmm. up and be creative. And I think, yeah, I just, I walked away so happy and so full of, surety that i'm doing what i'm meant to be doing yeah yeah do you have to uh struggle for you to find time to work on your craft regularly yeah sometimes sometimes you know there's a lot to the business and when you're touring and and performing things like songwriting Mm -hmm. you know don't tend to be on on the agenda and you know there's a lot of the more business side and the admin side of the business Mm -hmm. and shooting videos and things you know it does it takes a lot of time um and often then, like, you need to be in a good headspace to write. You can't be exhausted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start making uh, these weeks for myself. Yeah, take yeah. myself on, on writing camps. Okay. Uh, what are the other writing camps? I Similar mean, to this experience? No, maybe? I just okay. mean me. You know? oh, okay, just yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, I've done it a couple of times where I just take uh, myself, my guitarist, um, maybe a producer, mm-hmm. a couple of creatives, and we just go like into the bush in Zimbabwe, like to Wange or something, yeah, yeah. And, just, and just be, you know. But I don't do it as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Makes me happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you should. And uh, what, do you, like, what do you want the next year to look like? I would love... Um, Next year, I would love to release something that I'm really proud of musically. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this collaboration with Sam come out. Yeah. I would. I'd love to p- be performing some more. You know, I've just I've just come off um, quite a crazy tour, and I would love to do more of that. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe a reunion with the Way Up House. Oh, that sounds hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Gemma. This was wonderful. It was a pleasure so to meet you. So good to meet you, too, boys. And I wish all the best for you. <laughs>